This episode of Sexy Marriage Radio is brought to you by Naked Bed, a sensual sheet designed to help you let go more during your intimate experiences and enjoy all that God's incredible gift of sex and marriage can bring. Made of a luxurious fabric, think of it as lingerie for your bed. It protects your linens from massage oils and other elements, giving you unlimited freedom without distractions. You can be playful, spontaneous, lavish, or exotic, and that can happen anytime with no mess and no fuss. Explore deeper intimacy and embrace the peace of mind that Naked Bed brings. Go to sensualbedding.com, enter the keyword sexy at checkout to receive a free bottle of massage oil. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Welcome back to another episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, uh, where we are having straightforward, honest conversations about marriage and sex. The good, the bad, the ugly, the ins, the outs. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of different puns I could create and add to this conversation. But what we want to do is speak to what really does help married sex be the hottest sex on the planet and where marriages just survive and thrive, more importantly. And so what we want to know is if this message is getting true and, and through to you. And if that's so, please let us know. Jump on iTunes. Uh, leave a rate and review, if you would, um, a comment that helps us climb the charts in the sexuality category where we're always right around the top 10, if not in it. And I have to say thank you to Sexy Marriage Nation for that. But I also want you to uh, let us know what you think or questions you have or topics or experts you want to join me in this conversation. And you can do that either the video, uh, the voice line that we have, which is 214-702-9565. Or feedback at sexymergeradio.com, which is a voicemail or email that, that I will share all throughout every show. So without any uh, more intro, I guess, um, we're gonna st- we're gonna dive into the world of communication. And so I have tracked down, or actually I think it might be a reverse. He tracked down us. Mr. Jonathan Robinson has a new book that's come out, or it's out, right, John? It is. Okay, so it's more love, less conflict. And he's got quite the history in the relationship world um, with an author of 12 books. And Mm -hmm. before I keep fumbling all over who you are and what you do, I'm going to throw it in your court. So this is Jonathan Robinson joining us on the show. So thank you for joining me. Thank you, Corey. It's a pleasure. It's actually an interesting story how I got into this. You know, when I was a teenager, I was so shy that I literally stopped talking. Really? And yeah, yeah. I was very afraid and very shy. And um, luckily was able through my faith and various methods to overcome my fears. And I realized that communication was a key to more love, which is obviously important. Okay. It was also a key to being more successful in my career, and I've been very fortunate. Now I've reached 250 million people. Fantastic. Uh, most, mostly thanks to Oprah, because she had me on the show about it. <laughs> that, that's, that's big coattails to help you in that one. Well done. Good job. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to write books, uh, write books in the genre of books that Oprah likes. Yes, I, that is a smart business strategy. <laughs> So uh, some of my books did really well, and um, I 
over time got better at communicating and saw that there were certain very simple methods that really made a difference. And okay. uh, back in around 1990, I was living in a uh, Christian community um, and I was trying to figure out what God was telling me to do. Okay. And one day I got a little voice that said, you should do a video on improving sexuality in marriages. All right. I, I like long, the, I like where this is heading. Keep going. Yeah. Long story <laughs> short, I had no money, but I was able to raise $45,000, make the video. Long story short, it became the best-selling educational video in the world, and it got on the cover of Newsweek. Okay. Well, that's something. Well done. Yeah. It was called Intimacy and Sexual Ecstasy, and it's outdated now, but there was nothing like it at the time. Sure. So I got into... Uh, helping people have better marriages and helping them have better sex in their marriages. And I saw that really the key was communication. Yep. So what do you mean by that? Let's, let's, let's kind of land right there because communication is a buzzword, right? It's, yeah. right? We need to communicate. We need to be able to talk better. We need to listen. I mean, there's all kinds of things that fit under that one word. So tell me what do you mean by it? And then let's see where we go from here. Well, First, let me say what I don't mean by it. I don't That'll mean work. that it's it's blame and complain and shame. Okay. <laughs> Which is a lot of times how we communicate. Okay. And I don't know about you, Corey, but my wife has never, upon me telling her everything wrong with her, said, oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> it's, it's true. That I is... haven't seen this before, but now I will have to yeah. correct the errors in my way. Thank you so much for bringing this to my attention. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm batting zero for a thousand on that one. Okay. Well, you've only done that. You've only done that a thousand times. I think I'm well past you on that one. Then so. Well, I learned after my thousand. Okay. Uh, well, so test. I'm I'm the slower learner here. I get what you're saying. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then I was saying, well, what really works to create more love and less conflict? Okay. And I interviewed a lot of people who are experts in the field, everybody from Oprah to, I actually interviewed Mother Teresa. Uh, I interviewed the Dalai Lama. I'm always asking them, how can we cr communicate in a way that creates more love? And I got 30 very precise methods okay. that help people to get to a place of understanding and empathy and solve problems. Okay. In fact, if you want, we can try out a couple of those methods. Yeah, I'm. I am all for um, because the one thing that I c constantly hear uh, in the inbox of feedback at sexymarriageradio.com or a voicemail or you know e even just clients in life that I live with with people, one thing I always hear is, is there a way to be able to master communication or master, you know, to be able to get to where we really feel like we're connecting, where we really feel like, because it seems to me, and tell me if, tell me if you disagree or agree with this, uh, Jonathan, um, it seems to me, I, I've been to school. I know assertiveness training. I know I statements. I know when you do this, it makes me feel this. So therefore I need you to, you know, that's the whole formula that you hear when it comes to just, but, but when I get that involved with somebody I care about and my emotions get involved, 
my mind can go out, all that stuff can go out the window. And then I get into the blame and shame and, and telling people what they're doing wrong. Right. Am I, am I wrong with that? You're completely correct about that. And it's even true for me. I have a bunch of training, but when I get stressed, I go into the lizard part of my brain Yep. and I forget all the uh, theory. Yep. So most of these methods can be mastered in under two seconds. Okay. Well then I'm all for it. We got, we have more than two (laughs) seconds left on the show. So let's go. (laughs) Let me give you an example of how simple it can be. Okay. My wife and I used to argue a lot, you know, 20 years ago when we got married. And then we came upon a method we called the red light method. Okay. When either of us are upset or we notice that the communication is not going well, either one of us can say the words red light. Now, no matter how upset I am, I can say two words. Yep. Yep. What that signifies is that we have to take a five minute break from each other. Okay. That's good. We can do whatever we want during those five minutes and then come back. Now, that uh, interfering with the momentum Mm -hmm. has allowed us in the last five years to not have a single argument. Well, okay. You mean, okay, so now we got to get into some of the semantics of what words mean. Because do you mean by argument something that escalates or by argument as in a disagreement? Um. But something that escalates. Okay, I think because, I thought I knew where you were going, but I can imagine somebody listening to Sexy Marriage Radio going, "What are you? T- no, come on, Jonathan, you're selling a bill of goods with this thing." But the reality yeah. is, it's not like there's no conflict. It just means they don't escalate. Yeah. And, okay. But it also means that we're not trying to put each other down or trying to score points. Okay. It means that we're trying to work something out. Now, gotcha. sometimes people have different needs and yep. you have to work it out. That's good. And so you guys use red light, right? That's that's what you're yeah. describing. And that's a great technique. My wife, Pam, and I actually, we have something similar. I didn't even realize we were doing the red light technique with this or that it had a name for it according to from, from what your work is. We use, would you like, I need to get a glass of water. So that's too many words, maybe. So it's harder to say and get them out. (laughs) But but this is a code or a a trick we came up with first off, really, to to deal with uh, family of origin. That when we Mm -hmm. go home or we visit people and the craziness takes place and you realize, man, I grew up in a crazy world and and I start getting caught. I catch the family disease is what I call it and term it. And so my wife could say, hey, honey, do you need a glass of water? And that was code to who are you in this moment? You're getting caught in, caught up in the cycle. You said you didn't want to. Then yeah. we spun that into what you're describing with your wife of, Hey, when we start getting off balance, it's up to us to recognize I'm going to go get a glass of water. And so we then go get it because that's yeah. the whole, the physical nature of going to go get a glass of water, pour it, drink it. You really get a chance to reflect to kind of figure out what's really going on here. And then you come back five minutes later or whatever. And, and continue. Yeah. That's good. I like where you're going with this, Jonathan. Now, the in the book, there's 37 other methods <laughs> that are pretty much that simple. Okay. And and they lead to different things. Some of them help to work out problems. Some of them create deep emotional connections very quickly. Okay. Give me an example of that one, because that's, that's something I can see where this could go to good places. So I want to okay. try this out as soon as we hang up, because I'm going to go have lunch with my wife. So come on. Okay. <laughs> How about the appreciation game? Okay. Let's the go. The appreciation game is you 
say something that you appreciate about the other person that's sincere, that you really mean that you haven't said. Okay. So we can try that right now between us. Now, okay. I've known you 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, we, we've, we are long lost friends. Absolutely. Yeah. But, um, so it's really completing the sen- sentence. Something I notice about you that I appreciate is. So, um, Corey, something I notice about you that I appreciate is that you're, one, a, a good interviewer, but you also make people feel very relaxed because you're, you communicate uh, what we're going to do and how we're going to do it, and you're very clear in your communication that way. Plus, you're also easy to talk to because you're, I don't know, uh, not too rigid, not too um, <laughs> uptight. You know, right. You're very relaxed. Good. So well, I appreciate that. Well, I, you, it's, it works, Jonathan. I feel closer connected to you right now. Because <laughs> you're thinking, wow, this guy's really very observant and intelligent. <laughs> Well, of course. I mean, that's because now I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> All right. So let me, I got to go the same. So yeah, give yeah. me, give me the key, give me the tagline to start it off. Something I noticed about you, I appreciate is. Okay. So Jonathan, Jonathan, something I noticed about you that I appreciate is you also have a casualness to the way you want to offer up things that are bite-sized for people that can make huge differences. And then I can, I sense, a, I sense a genuineness and this is not just an attempt to sell books. This is truly a, Hey, this is stuff that works because it works for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in the Bible, it says love is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. really. But if you ask people, what strategies do you have to get to a place of love? Most people would only have like a three minute discussion, right? I just did a 25-hour course teaching that. So I know 25 hours worth of material. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the show's not that long, Jonathan. So <laughs> I understand. Okay. I understand. Okay. But, uh, I, but let's say a couple of those hours are really great stuff. Like I get to see couples on the verge of divorce that when they learn a certain communication method, they get back to a place of love in an hour. Right. So for me, it's felt like a calling to let people know about this stuff because it's, it, it's sad when I see couples who have a good heart, mm-hmm. but they don't know how to connect just because they don't have the right method. Okay. All right. So I, I have to bring, um, so, cause you've been doing this. How long, when was the first book you wrote? How long ago was that? Uh, 25 years ago. Okay. So 25 years ago, the world has changed since that first work came into existence for you. And now that you're coming back to more love, less conflict, what role does technology play to enhance or hurt communication? Because it, it does impact it and it really Absolutely. impacts it in family life and in marriages. And it can either be an enhancer or something that truly does derail. So what, what if, what's your experience shown or borne out over the course of your, your work? Well, I think people um, want to connect more. We're able to connect more, but they actually feel more lonely because the method that they're using, uh, such as this, I call it this WMD. It looks <laughs> like this. Yep. It's a widget of mass distraction. A yep. WMD. That's a very apt 
acronym. I like it. Well done. So texting, uh, emojis, uh, email are all very superficial forms of communication. Okay. And what, what people crave are deep, intimate connections. And technology mostly has gotten in the way of that. You know, a thousand Facebook friends does not equal one really good friend who's there for you. Right. Have you heard the, I'm assuming you, you heard that there was a guy, I don't know if he wrote a book over this or just a story that he was a blogger and he had a thousand or so Facebook friends and he actually went to go start meeting them in person. And they were all like, what, wait, wait, what? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Just to put that whole thing to the test. I love that idea. That's brilliant. So, you know, we all want understanding and mm-hmm. we all want love and connection, but the way to create that consistently is not absolutely clear to us. Okay. So that's why we want these, these methods that have you ever been in a bowling alley where they have these uh, like uh, things in the gutters and oh, make the, it so you can't do a gutter ball? Yeah. The bumpers. I love it when yeah, they put the bumpers, the bumpers up because that's a whole nother different type of game we can play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, think of that these methods are like uh, bumpers that okay. steer you towards love and intimacy. Okay. And, you know, if you look at the word intimacy, the instructions for it are actually in the word. Yep. Into me see. Yep. But we're not taught how to be vulnerable or how to uh, move in that direction. So these bumpers guide, uh, guide couples towards that. Okay. So what, what we can do. Well, yeah, I, I just got a question real quick, because yeah. what happens when a spouse picks up the book or starts trying out some of these techniques or these I, this method and they do the appreciation game mm-hmm. and they say what's genuine, it's, it's real, it's something that they've thought about for a while, but they've just never spoken it to their partner and their partner responds with... So what's for dinner Mm -hmm. or even worse, you know, as Gottman would say, turns against it, you know, because you can either turn towards, turns away, turn away or turn against a bid, which is kind of what we're talking about of if I initiate something, my spouse will either acknowledge it, ignore it or fight it. If you, if you think about it in layman's terms. So what, what do you do in that case? Great question. And mostly what you want to do is you want to acknowledge uh, or give empathy to whatever a person's reality is. Okay. So it would look like this. Be, uh, it would be like, so it sounds like um, you're really hungry now and that's where your focus is. And you, you maybe had a hard time really hearing that appreciation. Okay. That's pretty good. That t- Man, that, you're talking about some maturity in action right there. Well, it's really a method that I learned worked. I learned it from Oprah. Okay. Well. Because, you know, Oprah was at the bottom of the barrel in terms of society. She was, you know, I never had running water in her house. She was emotionally and physically abused. And now she's the most loved person on earth. Mm -hmm. So I asked her how she did that. And she said, it's all about understanding and empathy. Okay. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. When you give people understanding and empathy, it opens their heart up and allows them to respond in kind. So you're talking about the ability to be able to interpret and read a situation 
alternatively than how it just necessarily impacts you and how you were possibly dismissed or overlooked or ignored. Instead, it's how do I reattune myself to what just happened and address it without attacking it? Yeah, St. Francis said it 700 years ago. Lord, let me help me to uh, understand rather than to be understood. Mm -hmm. Now, what's interesting about this is what you give, you ultimately receive. True. But you have to learn how to give it very precisely. So I have, you know, things in the more love, less conflict book that are like open-ended sentence. Like it's, it sounds like you're feeling blank. Okay. That's not that hard. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like the red light. It's two words, but yours, yeah, that's more yeah. than two words. I, I do know my math. You know, if you're trying to um, travel from uh, California to Texas, there's different ways to go there. You can go by, uh, you can walk. That'll take forever. You could go uh, northwest. That's 25,000 miles. Mm-hmm. Or you could take a plane a thousand miles and get there in three hours. Right. Some things just work a lot better. Right. So if we're trying to get to a place of love with our partner or our kids or our friends, you want to know what really, really works versus what we've been taught works. Okay. And what really works is kindness, empathy, understanding, and very simple methods that keep us from the part of our brain that just wants to attack or be right. Okay. Yeah. Cause the right fighting is a big derailer of, uh, of I've got to win. I've got to be the one that's proven correct with my information or my data. Cause I think what people yeah. don't recognize is my data is skewed just like theirs because we run it through our own filters of life and family and experience. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, we all have it. I love to feel right. <laughs> sure. But actually, I love love more. Okay. Well, I can understand that because it provides a whole different types of depth of feeling and connection. But so what, it, what do you say to the people that feel like they're getting better and better at this idea of empathy and understanding and, and adjusting, if you will, to the situation but yet they're still not feeling heard. They're not feeling understood or they don't feel empathy coming their way. You know, I get that question a lot and I've seen maybe 1500 couples over the last 25 years. Mm -hmm. And when one person really sincerely gives empathy and understanding in the right way, I have never seen it not come back. Okay. I just like, I've never, you know, people can say, well, what if, uh, Gravity doesn't work. Well, <laughs> gravity seems to always work. If I drop this, it goes. Right, right. Exactly. You know, love works. Understanding works. It might be that they're not giving it in the right way. So that's why the methods in the book can be useful. Okay. Or they might be uh, giving it with resentment, and that doesn't work. Sure. And then in there, even the possibility of they're giving it to get something, and it's truly just a manipulation. I found it even works under those circumstances. It does? It works under that? Yeah. How so? Well, you know, people are so hungry for this. Sometimes I know that I'm supposed to give my wife empathy, but I don't feel like it. So I fake it a little bit. Okay. 
I'm doing it only because I want her to hear me. Okay. But okay. she's so hungry for it. If, if a person's starving and you offer them a, a, a bread, they don't say, uh, well, what kind of bread is it? I'm not sure if I want this bread. <laughs> okay. I'd like to be very they're particular starving. about this. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so they're, so, they're looking for connection enough that just the concept of reestablishing a solid connection or a more close connection will will lessen the guard will throw things back into a better equal equilibrium if you will to where yeah. now all of a sudden you can start to get what maybe you were looking for yeah now i sometimes tell men in a, in a marriage that the best foreplay is giving your wife empathy and understanding okay so they may be actually giving it in order to get sex okay it still works because because <laughs> we want it. We want the we empathy want and understanding as human beings. And once you're starting to feel that connection, uh, it might become a sexual connection in that moment. It might not, but it seems to be the uh, foundation. Okay. For the true wanting to connect on a sexual level as well as an emotional level. Okay, I would agree with that because I still think. So this is something I've proposed on Sexy Marriage Radio uh, throughout its existence. So we've been doing this for six and a half years, um, coming up on almost five million downloads now. And I'm I'm curious because I've always had the belief that you cannot not communicate, that everything right. we do communicates and everything I don't do communicates. You know, it's like in yeah. our conversation here, if... You know, we could see each other because this is a, we we video these things too. We record them, and but if you're talking and it's kind of one of those clear nonverbal gestures of okay, now Corey, it's your turn, and I just sit there, it's still communicating. I'm communicating that I'm disinterested or this is not going anywhere or Jonathan's got no clue what he's talking about or you know, which none of that uh -huh. has happened by the way because you do know what you're talking right. about. But it's the idea of. Everything we do communicates. And so your techniques and methods are interwoven into that, yes? Absolutely. Okay. And they also guide you. Um, you know, we're not aware of our nonverbal communication a lot of the time. But if you use the method and you feel close to someone, everything else seems to work. Okay. If people feel like they understand each other. And I never have couples come in and into my office and say, Jonathan, we really understand each other quite well. That's why we want a divorce. <laughs> okay. That's fair. I mean, I, I flip that actually in my office that when people come in and they're fighting tooth and nail and they usually will then follow that shortly with, we just have trouble communicating. I'll be yeah. like, no, you don't. You communicate just fine because the fact that you can make each other that mad means you're pretty good communicators. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say they're good communicators. I'm. I would say there is communication happening. Okay. You well, just have to channel it towards right. love rather than. Conflict. Well, I'm with that. We're going to differ a little bit here, just because I come. I come from the bent that no, they're good communicators. They just don't like what's being communicated or not communicated, and that's the real issue. Which then maybe love and connection is a path to get to where we change what's being communicated. I like that. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, 
I guess if there was one takeaway you would want Sexy Marriage Nation to hear when it comes to, um, this could be something you've already have said, but mm-hmm. when it comes to just helping marriage and married life and the sex that happens within it and wh- whether it fits directly or indirectly, it's all interwoven in my, in my mind. What's mm-hmm. the one thing you would hope they would hear clearly from what, what your experience and expertise is? Well, I'd say that vulnerability um, and being able to understand each other are good foundations for uh, both good sex and good marriage. Okay. Now, the good news is most people have no idea how to do that consistently. (laughs) Okay. How is that good news? news. Yeah. How is that good news? I caught that. Because... When it's right now they're trying to uh, build this build, big building without any of the right tools. Okay. And they managed to hold it together somehow. Okay. Think of how much better it is when you actually have the right tools and you can then really let the love and honesty and support flourish. Okay. That's good. I like that. So it's, it's basically try, how do I get the right tools in my tool belt? If you yeah, will. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jonathan, um, I guess as we kind of wrap this up, I want Sexy Marriage Nation to hear, um, how do they find you? Where where do they get more love, less conflict? Um, if this sparks something in their mind, um, how, how, do they, how do they find you and more of your work? Well, I have a website called morelovelessconflict.com. That's pretty easy. Fact, yeah. And I have, uh, if people go and give me their email, they get a thing called the 12 questions to instant intimacy. Okay. And this is something they can do with their partner. And in, in 20 minutes, they can get to a place. A lot of people say where they felt closer to their partner than they've ever felt before. Okay. That's good. Each of these 12 questions will lead to that. That's good. Well, Jonathan, thank you very much for joining us and uh, imparting your experience and views to sexy merge nation. Um, this has been fun. Has it been, it's been all right with you. Yeah. Absolutely. Good. I enjoyed talking to you. Well, good. All right. Well, this is Sexy Marriage Radio. Uh, If we left something undone, let us know what you think. Uh, Feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. We'll see you next time.